Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi everyone, welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. Mulan is here. She's here to bring honour to us all, or at least uh, honour to Disney, because they haven't really had a major release this year. So this is their first major release, and it's going straight to Disney+. Plus. We've got our thoughts on that. As always, I'm your host, Shravan. Uh, we have Taran here with us. Hey everyone. We watched it the day it came out on, on Disney+. Plus. We paid the uh, $35 35 Australian dollar fee to to watch it. I guess we'll, we'll get into our thoughts on it, but did it make a fan out of you? Oh, no, that's terrible. <laughs> no, no, it didn't make a fan out of me, unfortunately. Because you're, you're not a fan of uh, the live-action remakes in general, right? So this didn't no, uh, I just don't, change your mind on it. I don't it. like the concept. I don't like the concept of it. I do like some. I like Aladdin. Aladdin's probably the best one for me. I guess later on we'll talk about where this ranks in respect to the other ones as well, because I've got some thoughts on that. I think the whole, the whole aspect, the point of the Disney remakes just, I don't like it, because obviously everyone that watches it is sure of it as well, but they're just basically to make money, and there's no like, well, there's very little like artistic integrity about it. Do you agree, or do you think? No, I, I agree that they're probably unnecessary. I don't think they're all bad movies, like the ones they've come out with. I think they're they're okay, but whether they actually needed to be made is probably yeah, they probably didn't need to be made. I think they're a little bit unnecessary because they pretty much tread the same lines as the same original story, ones. basically. Yeah, yeah. Except for maybe this one, which we'll which we'll talk about. I've got a bit of background on the movie itself. Um, so it's directed by. Nikki Caro. In terms of her previous works, I had a look at what she's done before, and the only one that sort of uh, stood out was Whale Rider. Oh, yeah, I watched that in high school. Which came out in 2002, so she directed that one. She's from New Zealand, so interesting things. I think she's the first female director to direct a movie over 200 with a budget over $200 million. and she's also the first New Zealand director 
to direct a movie over with a budget over two hundred million after Taika Waititi. She's also the the female director that's directed the most expensive film. So, in terms of films directed by female directors, this is the most expensive one. So Mulan, everyone sort of knows the the main story of of Mulan. So it's based on a poem or a ballad. Bit of background on the original Mulan, the animated one from nineteen ninety eight. It's beloved for a lot of people in sort of our age group um but in terms of people in china they didn't really appreciate it as much um because it did deviate a lot from the original source material and it wasn't quite as sensitive to their culture as they probably wanted it to be which is where this movie comes in because i think that's one of the reasons why they did deviate from the original movie in that it's meant to be a little bit more representative of the original poem Okay, but we could talk about it later. But in reality, majority of the story is exactly the same. So the underlying story is is what it is. So it's it's about a woman that goes in the place of her father to fight in the war. So that 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 is the same. That that's the same in the the actual poem the only, as well. The the only deviation is maybe some additional characters and removal of other characters. Removal of other characters. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's not story wise. It's not any different. It's just slightly different character-wise. Yes, character-wise, it is definitely different to the original. In terms of who's in the cast, so we've got a full Asian cast, which is which is good. So I think after Crazy Rich Asians, this must be one of the other movies that had that's a Hollywood production that's had a full Asian cast. I guess one of the apprehensions that a lot of people had about this movie was that they would not go with a full Asian cast and possibly um, have white actors in Asian roles, which definitely would have made wouldn't have made any sense. So that's one definite positive for me is that they did go with a full Asian cast, which is representative of the story. A bit about the the actress who plays Mulan in this movie. Her name is Li Yifai. She is born in China, but she was she moved to America, I think, when she was around 10 years old, and then she moved back to China. So she's actually a Chinese actress, and she does films in China. She's also known as one of the new four Dan actresses of China. So she was named in that list in 2009. I looked up what, what is that list? <laughs> I looked, so I looked up what this, what this actually means. So the, the four Dan actresses are the four most bankable young actresses from mainland China. So this is... Oh, okay. Yeah. They must have this group of actresses that they classify every maybe couple of years or something. They're the best ones. And she's one of them. Yeah. What I'll say about her is I'm guessing English is a second language. Is that right? Yes. So, like I said, she was born in China and she lived there till she was 10. But she did move to America after that. So she did... It's not like she didn't know English, she, it, but it's not her first language. I just felt some of her English lines aren't delivered very well. I kind of put it down to her English being her second language. So, like, it's like one thing learning the lines, but another thing saying it in a different language that you're not, that you don't know. Well, she probably knows it, but she's not as comfortable with it, I'm guessing. Did you feel the same thing? It didn't really stand out that much for me, maybe because. It kind of seemed a bit more authentic, to be honest. Like, because these these oh, are meant yeah, to be definitely. like Chinese characters. So, if anything, the other characters who spoke like perfect American English didn't make as much sense. Yeah, but if they were going to go completely authentic, then they should all be speaking in Chinese and they have it with subtitles. 
if if they wanted to be authentic, they probably should have gone something like what they did in Black Panther, how they all have that that accent, like that African type accent in Black Panther. So if they did something like that in this movie, it would have been more authentic. More authentic. But like she wasn't bad in the movie, but I I thought she wasn't great. She did like she didn't have like a lot of charisma. She she wasn't particularly funny or like anything like that. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put it all on her. Maybe it was just the writing and the way they wanted to go with the character more than her actual performance, but I thought she was good in what like what she had, she was good. There is parallels between the characterization in this movie and other Disney made movies recently, which we can talk about. The Mulan in this is born a warrior. So without going into too many spoilers, in in the first movie there's a bit of a journey for the character. So she's she's not like other women in the village, but she's also not a, a born warrior. So she has to learn those skills. And throughout that animated movie, she she grows as a character and she learns those skills and she eventually becomes a warrior. Whereas in this movie, like the very first scene, she's she's born with superhuman capabilities somehow. Like she can, she already knows how to fight and she can do backflips and all kinds of stuff. Her, she doesn't have much of a character arc, to be honest. She goes from being a person that is already so sure of herself to being slightly unsure, and then she's sure of herself in like five minutes later. The the, the arc that they went with was that she had to suppress those those powers because people told her that she she's not allowed to use her chi. She was told that she couldn't do it, and then her moment to her arc is pretty much that she doesn't need to suppress her powers like she should be who she is pretty much that's that's the arc in this movie it could have been a good arc but it happened so quickly without any real meaning behind it it just happens it's not as rewarding as the the journey in the arc in the first one that's that's all that's all i'll say like i thought the animated one you definitely have more of an emotional connection with the character of milan and even the other characters in the movie as well the other characters have nothing to do with this movie. In, in this movie they're they hardly have any play. You learn nothing about any of them. The only other character, which is actually a new character that they've added for this movie, is this character of a witch. She gets footage in this movie. I wouldn't say she's got she gets a lot, yeah. much of an arc or anything like that, but no. she does have a lot of scenes in this movie, uh, even more than the actual villain of the film, the supposed villain of the film. I enjoyed her character because she has some interesting powers. <laughs> that's That's one thing. But apart from that, she didn't have anything else. That they spread themselves too thin. They couldn't concentrate on either one of them enough, like the two villains enough, because they had two of them, and you don't get enough of any of them in the end. And in the end, she kind of have an, has an arc, but it happens so quickly without reason as well that you're just like you don't care. I guess we'll we'll get on to our main positives and negatives of of the movie in a second. I've just got a little bit more background in terms of the other characters that they've added and removed from this movie. One notable one from the, the original, and a lot of people like this character, is that of Mushu, the dragon, her sidekick. He was removed from this movie, and he's replaced by, I'm pretty sure it's a metaphorical phoenix. I don't think it even really exists. We'll talk about it more in spoilers. The character was mainly removed because of the reception that it got in China, so the original movie movie's reception in China. So they didn't really warm up to the character of Mushu. They didn't think it was very authentic, so... They removed it from this movie. The other thing that they removed was, well, what they did was they actually split a character into 
two characters. In the original movie, the what's his name? The the commander. The commander. The one who's in charge of the training and her love interest in the in the movie was split into two characters in this movie. So one there's a character that's part of the training. Uh so it's part of that cohort that Mulan's in, and then there is the um character played by The Ip Man. Don Donnie Yen, yeah. So there's he's sort of like the main commander, the main uh trainer of that of that camp. Again, you, both of those characters don't really get much of a play, to be honest. It's funny, this movie's a half an hour longer than the other Mulan, but for some reason it feels like less stuff happens than the other Mulan. The other thing that's been omitted from this movie is the music. Mulan was a musical, a lot of good songs actually. Like I was I was re-listening to all the songs. I wasn't that close to this movie growing up, but it's got some memorable um Memorable songs, so it's it's quite a big deal for them to actually not have songs this movie, because that could have really pulled on the uh, nostalgia of of the of the viewers of the original film, which is what all the other live action adaptations have done. So, Beauty and the Beast, they kept all the songs. They even added some extra songs. Lion King, Lion King was just a shot by shot remake. What else? What others have they done? Jungle Book even had songs, even though for that movie they're probably didn't have to have songs the way they went with that movie. They've always kept them as musicals. This is the first one that they've purposely deviated from it, and that was because they felt that they wanted to do a more... Again, it was going back to that original poem, and they wanted to be more faithful to it. And since they wanted to go down more a realistic route, they thought having songs in the movie would probably play as speed breakers rather than it would probably hurt the flow of the film. And... They're probably right. I mean, I I, pro- I didn't really need songs in this movie the way it was made. I don't know. Maybe we would have enjoyed it more if there was songs. Well, one thing is this movie is they did go a realistic route, but it does take itself very seriously. There's not much humour in this movie. Maybe they would have added moments of uh, levity that, that this movie probably required. Coming to the release of this film... Obviously, it's had a very problematic release schedule. It was initially meant to come out on the 27th of March, and then obviously global pandemic hit, and it's been delayed, 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 and then finally Disney made the decision to release this on Disney+, Plus, but not for free. You have to pay an extra fee to actually get it. There's people on both sides of the, the argument on this, but a lot of people didn't like that you had to pay extra for a for a movie on a streaming service. But the way I see it is there's a lot of movies that are released straight to VOD as well, and you have to pay for them. Um, This is a brand new movie, and this is arguably the most expensive movie ever to release straight to VOD. I think it probably is, right? I don't think it's unreasonable to expect people to pay a little bit more for watching this film. Well, firstly, you have to be a Disney Plus subscriber to get this movie, so maybe that's why people didn't like it either, because you couldn't just buy it if you wanted to watch it. The other thing is, once you had it, you could watch it as many times as you want. So, I mean, here in Australia, if we, if both you and me went to watch the cinema, say we watched it at, you know, on a VMAX screen or a, like a, a big screen, probably would have cost us like 30 bucks each. Paying 35 and then having the whole family to watch it, it's probably not really a bad deal. And it's a brand new movie. And at the moment, you can't go out. So it's not a bad option. In, in my opinion, I, I know people are not happy about it, but I, I just don't think it's, it's Disney didn't really have much of a choice with this one. But saying that, look, if it was a 
if it was a better movie, I'd say definitely. With what it is, just wait till it becomes free to watch it, in my opinion. Yeah, so apparently it will become free to watch on Disney+. It comes free in, in, in two months, so... In three months, yeah, in, in December. So if you if you really don't want to pay for it, I mean, no one's forcing anyone to watch this. I mean, it's it's really up to you. So if you if you can wait, then just wait till it becomes free on Disney Plus. One one more point on the uh, subscription service and what they what they the re- the revenue they need to generate to actually break even for this movie. So apparently they need around thirteen point eight percent of every one that's currently subscribed for Disney Plus worldwide to buy into this movie. Uh, and that's about 8.4 million subscribers. So it remains to be seen whether they will get that number. It will. It will make its money back because it's getting a uh, it's getting a theatrical release in China. Uh, it will do gangbusters in China. It's got a full Asian cast. It's got big names in it. People in China will love it. But it will make lots of money there. So it'll it'll probably make its money back. It's got a theatrical release in America as well at some some places. So it'll make its money back. It's not all going to be Disney Plus. This movie was really tailored for the Chinese audience. I mean, the the lead actress is a famous actress in in China, so they'll definitely get the the numbers in China to to make up for any shortfalls in the rest of the world. Let's get down to business, and we'll we'll talk about our positives and negatives. I'm going to sprinkle Mulan puns throughout this Mulan song puns throughout this review, and you have to kind of sure, figure out when sure. when I did it. I've already done two, and they weren't very good, obviously. Positives. I thought the movie was visually pretty good in terms of the locations that they shot at. So this was actually shot in New Zealand. Some of it was shot in China, but uh, most of it was actually shot in New Zealand. So that's where you get all the uh, picturesque locations uh, in this film. CGI was a bit wonky in places. It felt like a... Do you know when you watch those Chinese action movies? And the CGI is a bit wonky, but it's kind of meant to be like that. I th- it felt like that for me, which I think will play well in China as well. But I didn't mind it. I thought it was all right. So I, I think the biggest positive for this is that it is a big budget movie. Like I said, it's a $200 million movie. And you can see they've spent the money pretty well. So it looks, visually it looks very good. Costumes are very nice as well. Location sets, they they all look look quite good. Like I mentioned earlier, I think the casting is also strong in terms of they've got big names. Uh, yeah, look, when you say strong, when you say strong, you just say big names. Strong, strong casting is when they cast the right person for the right character, though. Yes, well, I think that the the way to frame it is they've got marketable actors for this movie. They are good actors in other movies. <laughs> Maybe in this one, they just didn't get as much play. I think that's the main thing. And the other thing is, obviously, they're all Asian, which which was which was good to see. No, that's good. Yeah. yeah. There's lots of there's lots of good actors in this movie that they cast pr- pretty well in their roles. It's just they don't have much to do in their roles. Other positive, which I've also mentioned briefly before, is that it isn't a shot by shot remake of the original, which I kind of appreciated. Whether this needed to be made anyway is is another matter. But since they decided to make it, at least they did something a little bit different. And I, I was just going to say that the the eagle character, the witch character, was. An interesting addition, I would say. Like there was, they they could have explored her character a bit more. Her backstory might have been pretty interesting, but I, I thought her character was good. That's my last point. Uh, you, her character, like the the concept of her character was good, yes, but the that's execution right. was yeah. I agree to that. 
your positive, the last positive that you had, it's kind of a negative for me as well, but it is a positive as well. They did, they, at least they tried to deviate from the original, which I respect, but the problem I had was every time they deviated, it was actually worse than the original. So all the parts that are good in this movie are just the parts in the original movie, and all the parts that are bad are the parts that they tried to deviate, in my opinion. They tried to make this into like a a war film as well. It's like it's more of an action war film than a than what the original was anyway. Um, the original was more of following Mulan's character and it wasn't really an action-heavy film from what I remember anyway. Um, this is definitely more on the action side. I liked that they deviated. I, I, I know what you mean. Like the, some of the stuff they did deviate on, it maybe they shouldn't have. Like, for example, they... They have this character, the witch character, that can turn into a, a bird, an eagle, but they didn't want to put in a talking dragon. Like they thought that would be too too far to go. I mean they, they have they, they went halfway there pretty much, so I, I don't see why they couldn't have they couldn't have kept Mushu. Yeah, if they're gonna uh if they're gonna keep the movie grounded, then don't have a character that can turn into like a million birds or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that was one of my negatives because they they did deviate. They didn't have to keep Mushu. Maybe they did have this Phoenix character that comes in and out, but it seems like that character can only be seen by Mulan. I don't think anyone else actually saw that character, so it might just be something it's not that, clear. But yeah, something that she sees. So it would have been good to just have that sidekick sort of character because. Like we said, there was a lack of humor in this movie. Like it kept, it was very serious. There's there's lots of points in this movie where Mulan's by herself and can't talk to anyone, and it would have been good to have a character that she could have talked to that also had some humor. Didn't have to be Mushu. Could have been anything, but it would have good. It would have been good to have a sidekick type of character. In the original, she's got Mushu. She's also got that cricket that follows her around as well. In in this, I think that they've made that character into a person because there's a guy called Cricket. I don't know if you've picked that up, but one one of the guys in yeah, the, there is. In, the yeah. uh, in the crew, are uh, his name was Cricket. Yeah, like we said, none of the characters are really memorable apart from Mulan because she is the main character, but again, her she doesn't really have much of an arc. So I, I tweeted this out as well and I, I put it in the Instagram post that I did, but it kind of leaves a bit of a hollow feeling, the whole movie. Because it's not bad. What they've done is is fine. There's there's it's it's not terrible. Like you, we're not here trashing this movie. It's not like some of the other movies we've reviewed. But it's just no. there's just nothing there to like connect with. That's I think that's the main problem. Like it's competently made. The story's pretty good, given that it's a retread of Milan, but it's still pretty good. Just the characters just have no their motivations are vague and their arcs are very sudden. The only other negative that I would say is this is, like I mentioned before, it is an action-heavy movie, but at the same time it's light on violence. Like it's – these people should be – there should be blood at least. There wasn't even a drop of blood in this movie. Do you think it's an action-heavy movie? If you think back to it, until the last half an hour, there isn't much action. Think about it. There's no, there's no action until the last half an hour. Yeah. But the yeah, there isn't. I mean, there's. It's not up till when Mulan's character sort of has a turn, and then after that point onwards, there's. It's it's all action. But that that is like the last 
half an hour of the movie. Um, it's just the way that they've shot the action is like it's meant to be like an action movie. Like it's it's like this stylized action uh, war, stylized war scenes. It reminds me of a of a Chinese action movie, the last half an hour especially. There's like people running on walls and kicking swords into each other and yeah, stuff like kicking that. kicking arrows and, yeah. But despite having all of that stylized action, it's kind of safe. Like it's very safe. Like there's not – the stakes aren't there. The other thing is the stakes in this movie – you never feel like Mulan's gonna because she's born a super warrior. You don't feel like nothing, anything's gonna happen she's to her. She's never in danger. <laughs> no, she's never in danger. Whereas in the first one, she had to grow to that that level. So you kind of felt like she would probably she could have died really in the first one, even though it was an animated movie. But yeah, and even the side characters they they do this stupid thing at the end where they're like, oh, one of the side characters is dead. Because he's like in the hallway and he's like slumped over, and then five seconds later he's like, "Nah, he was just tired. He's getting <laughs> up now. He's fine." Yeah, like, that what's was the um, point of that. That was the cricket character. I'm pretty sure. Overall, I'm a bit torn on this because I feel like there's a lot of work that's gone into this movie. Like it is a high budget product, high budget production. There's, you can see that a lot of people have put their, you know, passion into this movie, like they do in a lot of movies. But given our current circumstances, I feel like. It is not a bad movie to watch, like with with your family, um, if it's if it's something that you're interested in. But at the same time, if the if the character had a bit more emotion, if there was just a little bit more emotion in the movie in general, then I would have recommended it. But I probably more I would say if it's free on Disney Plus, definitely watch it. I reckon it's worth it if for free, no doubt about it. But paying that extra fee for it maybe at this stage is not not quite worth it. This is one of those classic movies where I feel like it's made by a bunch of people in a boardroom and they're like, what's going to make a lot of money for us? Let's remake Milan. Let's put all this stuff in. Let's play to the Chinese audience. This will make us a lot of money. Let's do this. No one, like, spent years trying to cultivate this story and, like, had this idea and felt like, oh, this might be a really good movie. It's not like Christopher Nolan where he thought of Inception when he was 18 or whatever, and he's like, oh, this will be a great movie. I want to make this. It's a bunch of people in a boardroom that are like, this will make us a lot of money. Let's make this movie. Yeah, I don't disagree. It's But a lot of movies are that as well. Even the Marvel movies, which you could say, some of them in particular are probably just a bunch of people saying, this will make us a lot of money. I think they all still have some form of the director or the characters kind of wanting to do something particular with the character. I feel like there was nothing nothing in particular in this movie where they're like, oh, we want to do this with Mulan, which is different to what we did with Mulan in the original. Clear difference with Marvel is that they do get they do make the movies for money. No no doubt about that. No. Every movie's made for money. That's that's a sure thing. Yeah, in terms of the people that get involved for those movies, they tend to be pretty passionate about the characters and they actually want to do something with the story and with the characters. So, I mean, maybe we don't know what happened with this movie. Maybe it started out as being like that, but in the end, it this is what we got. Saying that, it's still a competently made film and if you like Mulan, you'll probably like it. I just wouldn't spend 30 bucks on it to watch it. If, if you're on the fence of, about it... Don't spend 30 bucks to watch it because you hate yourself for doing it. I'll wait till it's free. If this released in cinemas, do, do you think this would have done better? Like, if if we didn't have a pandemic? I think it's going to do as well as it probably would have done with or without the pandemic. 
because of China. It's it's going to play well, really well in China. I think if people spent money to go watch this in the theater and bought a ticket for themselves, like a fifteen dollar ticket or whatever, they would have disliked it more. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. I think I think a lot of it is also the current situation and maybe people are just more appreciative of uh, of just anything at the moment. Anything that, that anything that they can watch. I, I think this movie would have done really well if it actually did come out in cinema. Just based off previous live action releases that weren't even as good as this one that did better than they should have. So like Lion King I mean, Lion King is different because a lot of people grew up with that movie, so everyone just watched it. But Beauty and the Beast, I thought it was average at best, to be honest. It was it was just a remake of shot by shot remake of the original. It was fine, but it was it was nothing groundbreaking, and that made over a billion dollars. So I, I think this is similar to that. Yeah, this is probably maybe as good as Beauty and the Beast, maybe worse than Beauty and the Beast. Kind of on that level, though. It's nothing spectacular. It's okay. If you've never seen Mulan before, you'd probably go in and watch this and be like, yeah, this is really good. But if you've seen Mulan before, it's not treading any new territory. That's the thing. So if you didn't know Mulan, and if this movie wasn't even called Mulan, it was called something else, do you think people would probably like it more? If it wasn't called Mulan, no one would watch it, first off. (laughs) The only reason people are watching it is because it's called Mulan. What, What was your first question? Was that your question? If it wasn't called Mulan, would people like it? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No, I think it's a bland movie with uh, with zero character motivations where people just do stuff. I think you're probably right. So because it's got that, the uh, Mulan tag to it, it's probably, it's definitely got more of an audience, but I think people probably appreciate it more because of the memories they have of the original movie rather than this this movie, just based off this movie. So if it was just another not Mulan, but just a movie, I I don't think it would have done as well as it probably will do. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, so we'll quickly do some spoilers if there's anything we want to talk about. There's uh, there's a couple unintentional funny parts in this. I don't know if they were unintentionally funny, but they were funny for me. The one part that's probably not meant to be funny, but it definitely was when the witch lady dies. Yeah. So she goes from being evil to, to some, for some reason, being good in five minutes. Did you understand why? I didn't. No, I didn't no. really understand. So throughout this movie, there, there's kind of a parallel between Mulan and her because... They're both women who are di- slightly different. Yeah, they're slightly different, and they're like, people won't accept us. Like, And Mulan's like, well, they've accepted me, so... You know they they can accept you too. So and then and then she just turns. It could have been a good art, couldn't it? If they did it well, it could have been good, couldn't it? I think it could have been good. I, I just didn't. I just didn't buy her turn in her in and her then character. For but, some yeah. reason, she turns in five minutes. Yeah, the guy, the bad guy, kills her with an arrow <laughs> while she's a bird. <laughs> I mean, she could have just waited because Mulan obviously has some pretty good skills with like kicking arrows she probably would have dodged, arrows and dodged stuff. it anyway yeah. yeah so i think she would have been fine i mean we didn't talk much about the other characters so jetly is the emperor yeah so this is the other unintentionally funny moment i don't realize that jetly was the emperor until you told me later he's they kind of hide it with the makeup you can't really tell well maybe that's just how he looks now i don't know i haven't seen him for years but at the end the the bad guys try to shoot jetly with an arrow and Mulan's, like, unwrapping his... He's, like, tied up to this post, and she's trying to unwrap him. I'm like, why is she trying to unwrap him when the guy's shooting him with an arrow? Just, like, go stop the guy first. <laughs> but then she unwraps his hat, and the guy shoots the arrow, and then gently catches it. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, where did this come from? <laughs> and then he chucks the arrow in the air, and then Mulan kicks it into the bad guy. <laughs> Yeah, it was an interesting turn of events. I'll, I'll just say that none of that made any sense to me. <laughs> the thing is, it's, it didn't make sense, but it was at least it was interesting. Like it was interesting. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. yeah, I laughed. I thought it was. I thought it was hilarious, and I quite enjoyed it. But it didn't make any sense. <laughs> at least it ended on a high note. I would, I would. I'll just say that it was. It wasn't what the rest of the movie was kind of like either because it was kind of like realistic but then all of a sudden she's doing backflips and kicking arrows into people and then before that scene jet lee as the emperor who's meant to be like 80 years old or something he's meant to be really old and he's just taking down blokes in this like these guys come and try and ambush him and he just takes out all these blokes like what the hell is going on this is before i knew he was jet lee well he did say that he killed the the father of the of the guy, but he's he's meant to be old. I'm pretty sure he's meant to be he's meant to be the same age as the father of the guy, isn't he? And the guy looks at least forty, so he's got to be at least like sixty to seventy. Yeah, 
Do you reckon there's a clause in Jet Li's contract saying that he has to do some action and he has to win the action in every movie he's in? Fast and Furious style, like uh, the the contracts that those guys have? Maybe. But anyway, I found those two points hilarious and I enjoyed them. That's all I had spoilers-wise. Yeah, there isn't much to spoil. The underlying story is the same as the original, again. the I guess the only other thing is they do kind of set up a sequel for this movie in a way, because they want her to come and join the Emperor's army or something, right? There is a Mulan 2. I haven't seen it before. There is a Mulan 2, and I've seen parts of it, but I'm pretty sure it's not what they're going to be doing. Because in Mulan 2, I think she's just, like, in her village or something. Yeah, that's a sequel I do not want to see. (laughs) (laughs) I do not care for. (laughs) Well, so far they've only done a sequel to Maleficent. I think that's the only one that's done a live-action sequel to. Well, I guess we could talk about where this stands in in the line of live-action remakes. So there's obviously Maleficent, Cinderella, Jungle Book, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, and this. For me, Jungle Book is probably the best one, mainly because of, again, I don't think that's even because of the story. I think it's just because of the visuals for that movie. It was quite, quite spectacular. And I think the one that's the most underrated, and people don't even talk about this one, is Cinderella. I think that's actually pretty good. I think it's one of the best best ones, actually, in terms of the way they did it. Uh, Kenneth Branagh directorial. In terms of the other ones, I think the worst one is probably Lion King. I mean, surprisingly, it's probably Lion King because they didn't do anything new in that one. And the, the ones that sit in the middle is probably this one in Beauty and the Beast. i only seen Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast in... Maleficent in this, actually. Uh, and Aladdin is... Aladdin's actually not bad. Uh, I would put Aladdin... I think Aladdin's the best one out of the ones I've seen. And the rest suck. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. I'm trashing this movie too hard. It's a good... No, it's not a good movie. It's a it's an okay movie. But if you're going to take a beloved property... I guess Mulan's beloved-ish. <laughs> and remake it... Do you want it to be okay or do you want it to be excellent? I think you probably, if you're going to remake something that's already pretty good, you want it to be better than that rather than just making something okay. Two, the two movies that I said that were the better ones, Jungle Book and Cinderella, they're both movies. I think Cinderella, the original, was made in 1955 or something. So it's one of the oldest ones. And Jungle Book was made in the 1960s. So they're both old. So it's probably sort of time for them to be remade i guess it's not it's not like they're recent the other ones that they've done so beauty and the beast was in the 90s lion king was in the 90s this one was in the 90s and aladdin was in the 90s i think they're all too recent and they're all too they're already good movies i don't think you needed to remake them uh, yeah in my opinion if you're going to remake something you either have to uh have an idea to improve it or the old ones dated enough that the ideas in it need to be updated, which I think Cinderella, like, the ideas in it need to be updated and it's not as relevant anymore. And the same with Jungle Book. With all these movies, they don't do any of that. They don't, they don't, they don't improve on the original in any way. Uh, if I was to choose between watching this or watching the cartoon, I'd watch the cartoon. Yeah. I mean, Mulan, the, the original is definitely better than this. Lion King, I don't think anyone's going to argue that the original was um, was not better than the 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 latest one, and same with Beauty and the Beast. I would even say with Aladdin, I would probably watch the original more 
more likely that I'd watch the remake. I don't think with any of these, I haven't seen Cinderella or Jungle Book, but those, the cartoons are great. So probably I'd rather watch the, the, um, the live action ones. But for most of the ones I've seen, I'd rather just watch the, the original cartoons. So which ones do they have coming up? So they've still got some more in the pipeline, right? So they're doing Little Mermaid. I think Little Mermaid has enough scope that they could make it a better movie. So Little Mermaid was right on... It was kind of the first of those renaissance... They call it the Disney renaissance films of the 90s. So it came out... It was the first of them um, that came out. I think you're right. Maybe they can make it better. I think visually they could do something really interesting with that movie if they wanted to. Even character-wise, I think the... The female lead in that movie is very passive, and I think they could do something better to improve that. Potentially. What other ones do they have? They've got... I think you told me that they're doing a Robin Hood. Are they doing Lilo and Stitch? Is that is that something I've made up? Or are they doing that? I'm pretty sure they're doing it. Well, Dumbo isn't one we didn't mention. I haven't seen Dumbo. I, I heard it wasn't I heard great. it's not great. All right, so... Let's see what they've got on this list. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this one. So they're doing a Cruella de Vil movie. Oh, yeah, with Emma Stone, that's right. Not pass. <laughs> I mean, that's more, that's not really a remake. I think that's more of like a Maleficent style style thing. Little Mary, which we've discussed. Then they're doing Pinocchio. Pass. It has the scope to do something new with it because the movie's really old. If they just do the same thing, then it's going to be boring. Peter Pan. They've, they remake Peter Pan every year. Like, it, com- it comes out so often. They did that one called Pan recently that was shit. Apparently, Jude Law is in talks to play Captain Hook. Yeah, well, Hugh Jackman played Captain Hook in the other one and people hated it, so. Snow White. They've done a lot of Snow White movies, though. But Disney hasn't. So Disney actually hasn't done one yet. And Snow White is the first animated Disney movie, so. I mean, maybe they, they. There's definitely stuff they can modernize from that movie for sure. The Amazing Spider-Man fame, Mark Webb is going to direct it. Hunchback of Notre Dame. Don't think it's necessary. Well, none of these are necessary, but yeah. <laughs> uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. That I, I've I watched that movie a long time ago when I was a kid, but I just remember it being very dark, even for an animated mm. film. So I, I'm not sure what they're going to do because most of these live-action movies are darker than the originals and they're going to do a prince charming spin-off which is the prince from cinderella who was played by richard madden in the cinderella movie robin hood once again a movie that's been done a million times unless they do it with the foxes again then (laughs) yeah i'm not sure what what they're going to do are they going to do like a fox version of it yeah i don't know if if they don't do the foxes then Look, watch the one with watch the shit one that came out a year ago or whatever <laughs> with uh Taron Egerton yeah with Taron yeah. Egerton and Jamie Fox Hercules is also on the schedule not necessary do you know what Hercules I'd watch I'd watch the Marvel Hercules because that's actually something different or that one with the rock <laughs> no nah, that's shit I've seen that it's no good <laughs> Yeah, true they they've done two Hercules movies and both of them are shit Bambi as well Oh, no. No one wants to watch that. Look, with all of these, the sound of it sounds really bad to me. But look, if they come up with a good idea and they somehow find a way to make it better than the original, then fair enough, do it. If they don't, then don't do it. (laughs) But they'll do it anyway because it's going to make money. Oliver Twist. 
It's based on the animated movie Oliver and Company, which I haven't seen. James and the Giant Peach, Tinkerbell, apparently with Reese Witherspoon, directed by Elizabeth Banks. I think these are all speculation. Like, I don't think any of these are confirmed. Um, I think Sword- this is just speculation at this point, yeah. Yeah, Sword in the Stone and Lilo and Stitch. You were not wrong. Lilo and Stitch is on the on the schedule. That's a lot. That's That's more than I thought, actually. I thought there was only... Little Mermaid and a couple of others, but that's quite an extensive list that's coming up. Out of all the stuff that Disney does, which, look, they do a lot of stuff, and Disney gets a lot of hate these days, and I can understand why, because they make movies like this, and then they make movies like Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker as well. I still like the Marvel movies, even though they do have an element of this kind of boardroom-made movies to them, but I still think they have... Some form, like we said, they've got some form of let's do passion. something new with the character. Yeah, passion. Yeah. But on the grand scale of things, most of the stuff that Disney makes is passionless these days and pretty terrible. I did mention at the very start of the, the episode that this is not the first time that they've done a character that is just awesome from like the first scene. Star Wars has done it with, with Ray. I think arguably Ray was always awesome. Like she was never in trouble. From, from the beginning till the end. So this kind of reminded me a bit of that. Same a little bit with Captain Marvel as well. In that movie, she was pretty much invincible from the beginning. I think at this point, I'm pretty much... I think I'm done with Disney stuff. Well, not done. I'll still watch them. But I'm not excited for any Disney property other than the Marvel ones, which arguably I could not be excited for if they stuff up the next phase as well. Yeah, I mean, with Marvel, it's it feels like it's so long ago. It like I've kind of forgotten about Marvel a bit. Endgame kind of felt like the end, to be honest. Um, if if they stopped it there, I wouldn't I wouldn't really be arguing too much. But they are doing other stuff. So Black Widow is coming out soon, and it could all just be a cash grab. Which look, all of them cash grabs, but it could be more of a cash grab, which just yeah puts me off Disney pretty much. If you asked me like two or three years ago, I would have said that Disney's doing really good stuff, but what they've done over the last couple of years have just soured my taste on them. My question, I just th- thought about this now. So if Tenet was released straight to streaming like like Mulan has with the same price tag, would you buy Tenet? Yeah, yeah. Look, any new movie that is a big blockbuster, if they release it straight to streaming, I would buy it just because I like watching movies. But I think... The general fan, maybe not. Would I don't think the general fan out there would probably not buy Mulan, and the general fan would probably not buy Tenet as well. The average movie girl, but I would, because I like movies. Yeah, I think we're well, we're we're probably a different breed. We'd probably buy anything, um, any movie that comes out, any decent movie. I mean, we're not going to buy like Trolls World, World Tour or something. We're not going to buy that. But saying that, I think Warner Brothers does is doing better stuff with movies than um, Disney does at the moment. So I'll probably be more likely to buy a Warner Brothers thing. I think that's questionable. I mean, what have they done that's that's good in the last two years? Tenet. <laughs> Which we haven't even seen yeah. yet, but yeah. yeah. Apparently it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. uh, last two years, what have they done that's good? Wonder Woman was pretty good. Aquaman was pretty good. Lots of people love Joker. I think it's all right, but Joker. Apart from the DC stuff, I don't really see anything else that they've done that's good. All the Christopher Nolan stuff is Warner Brothers, so if you like that stuff, then yeah. I don't think that's Warner Brothers. That's just Christopher Nolan. 
and Warner Brothers just likes to work with Christopher Nolan. Well, they both like to work together, but I don't, I don't think that's Warner Brothers driving those projects. Yeah, but it is a Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers picture. Yeah, I mean, I was I was watching Godzilla, the one that came out last year, which was okay. King of Monsters, yeah, yeah, but I was just thinking. I mean, this is off topic, but that movie is going to look very dated in like five years because of how CGI heavy it is. I was watching that at the same time I was watching Christopher Nolan movies where he uses a lot of practical effects. And that movie is so CGI heavy. Like, it, it already looks not great, to be honest. But in five years, it's going to look pretty bad because of the mm. amount of CGI in that movie. But anyway, that's different topic. But what you're saying is basically that any studio movie without a good, like, passion behind it is just going to be shit anyway. Pretty much. And I agree to that. Any studio movie that's just there to get money is uh, is not going to be great. But I think Disney does more of it than any other movie franchise at the moment, but any other movie studio, especially because they've basically bought everything. <laughs> I think the reason they can do it is because they just keep making money on, on these movies. Like, they don't need to try, pretty much. They can just do it, and they'll just, it'll just make it, it'll just rake in the cash, which is a bit sad. But the public's, the public's opinion on Disney is souring. Some of it's stupid, like all the Last Jedi stuff, which I think is still a decent movie. Rise of Skywalker is not a decent movie. No, Rise of Skywalker is not a decent movie, though. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the public opinion on Disney is souring, and it's not as good as it was maybe two or three years ago. What I'm trying to say is I kind of wish movies like this didn't make that much money, so they had to do something different. But it's going to make money, unfortunately. I would put the Marvel movies in a different category, but all the other Disney stuff, I wish they didn't make as much money because they're just going to keep making this. So, kind of Star- stuff. including Star Wars as well? Including Star Wars, yeah. Okay. I think that's all we had to say about about Disney taking over the world. And, and also, we did a review on Mulan earlier in the episode. I don't know what our next episode will be. Um, okay, so in terms of what, what's going to release, we're going to have a series on Christopher Nolan, uh, which we've already recorded, so they'll be they'll be out soon. And hopefully we'll get to watch Tenet at some time, but based on some announcements that have come out today in, in our state, it's probably not going to be till December, unless there's an early VOD release or something like that. We're probably not going to get to watch it for some time. Yeah, unfortunately. But we'll talk about other stuff. I think there, we were planning to talk about, if there's appetite for this sort of thing, Sherlock Holmes, because there's Enola Holmes movie coming out in September on Netflix, starring... Millie Bobby Brown and Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes. I didn't know that there were actually a, a series of books not written by Arthur Conan Doyle. Apparently Netflix is getting sued. Because of that movie? Yeah. Yeah, I heard about, about that. The Sherlock Holmes. We could talk about the Sherlock Holmes episodes, but yeah. Yeah, I heard, I, I heard something about that, yeah. Okay, cool. So if people want to get in touch with us and tell us what they think about the new Mulan, how do they go about it? So you can contact us on email at cognitive recalibration podcast at gmail.com twitter handle is at c recalibration and we're on instagram and facebook at cognitive recalibration and please do give us a review on either spotify or itunes because that makes us more discoverable on search engines a lot of you would watch youtubers that always ask for um click the subscribe and the the thumbs up button so the equivalent for podcasts is kind of reviews, so it kind of helps with the algorithm and we get uh, people will be able to see us more when they search for, for certain topics. So uh, please do give us a review if you can. If you want to 
support the podcast even further, we do have two avenues for which you can do that. So one is Amazon affiliate links. So if you wanted to buy the original Mulan on Blu-ray, which I'll link in the description for this episode, you can do it through our Amazon affiliate link and we'll get a bit of a kickback. On top of that, you can give us a one-off donation through a service called Buy Me A Coffee where you can give us a dollar and we'll we'll use that to uh, further develop the podcast. Uh, another thing is, if you if you are, I should, probably should have said this when we first started the episode, but while you're listening to any of our episodes, if you could just screenshot your Spotify app or your iTunes app or whatever you listen through and just share it to your Instagram story and just tag Incognito Recalibration, uh, that will help us a lot because then we can kind of spread the word and get as many people as we can listening to these episodes. All right. That's all we have, yeah. I'm trying to think of if, if I can fit in another Mulan pun, but I don't think I, I can. And we're all the better for it. It's it's not a movie worth fighting for. That's all I'll say. She's yeah. a girl worth fighting for, but it's not a movie worth fighting for. That was not good, was it? No. Nah. <laughs> Should have left it on a high. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, stay safe, everyone, and we'll see you guys next time. See ya. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.